Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. We are the last Americans. We are the last Americans. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Not yet, at least. We're not the last. Us and all of you listening. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Greg, what's up, dude? Mm -hmm. Professor Greg, everybody. You're looking nice today, man. You look very nice. Yeah. Got to go into work right after this. So, hey. Oh, nice. I'm ready to rock and roll. Well, without sounding weird, it just looks like you smell good. You know what I mean? Like it's a. Yeah. You know, it looks like you're, you're ready to succeed in life right now. Well, I did just drop a turd, so oh, nice, I'm, I'm good to go. I'm clean. These pipes are clean, dude. That's always a good feeling. You know, I don't know how uh, clean that smells, but hey, yes. Well, I, I'm, I'm smelling fresh, looking mm. good, ready to rock and roll. Yeah, you got to get out that filth to look good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you do. You do. If that's so I mean, you, you'll turn out like Elvis. toxic sometimes. You die yeah, on the toilet, you got to cleanse it, you know? Yeah. Uh, guys, happy Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Yeah, it is Wednesday. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. It's hump day again. It's so. funny when you start saying hump day, you realize like, wow, I felt like it was just hump day. And it was just hump day before that. It's going quick. Yeah, it's going quick. It's going quick, man. Yep, time flies. Time you guys, flies. if you haven't already, go leave rate and reviews wherever you can. Yes, absolutely. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're on it all. Go, even if you don't listen to it, just go to it and rate it. Yeah. Spotify's trending up finally, yeah. man. It's good. Yeah. We're happy to see those. Uh, they're starting to slowly come up. It's good stuff. But uh, make sure you're telling your friends and sharing content. That's what I'd say. Yeah, tell you can yeah, what really helps is the downloads and the subscriptions. So uh, yeah. download every episode you can. That'll really help us out. Actually, yeah. just go to your settings and just put on automatic downloads. Ooh, I like that. Automatic. Yeah. So that way you don't. You can just do it. Help you us sound out. Like a Grandpa Dave over here. Like this is some innovation that <laughs> you just can do that. You that way you can help us out, and you don't even have to think about it. Oh man, dude, there's a there's a lot in the news right now. There's a lot of stuff going on, man. I've been trying to keep up with as much as possible, mm. uh, but my mind is a little bit on the NBA right now. So, I'm just being honest with y'all, I'm not. We don't have to dive <laughs> into it, but uh, the past two days and two days going coming up are like it's going to be NBA for me. Uh, well, that's not going to happen because uh, the world's ending today. Oh, it could be. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, true. Uh, Greta Thunberg did call it five years ago. Oh, so. she did. Yeah. So today the world is going to end. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully you guys get to listen to this show before then. Well. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's it. So goodbye. Yeah. Okay. The last episode, <laughs> 15 deep. And, and we uh, are the last Americans. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, man. I don't buy into that crap, dude. There's there, there. Listen, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, and you know, sometimes you get hung up on stuff. Obviously I'm a sports guy, so I'm like a little hung up on the draft is tomorrow and it's a big draft. It's a huge thing. And, uh, there's a lot mm-hmm. going on. So I'm very excited about that. But dude, you know, there is a lot going on, dude. I mean, Durham is testifying right now as we speak. Oh, I've heard yeah. several clips, and yes, I mean, it all sounds nice. It's all fancy words. It's all damning evidence. But again, it's what is going to be done? What's going to be done to these criminals, <sighs> these crooks, these politicians that 
seemingly just get away with everything. Yeah, I heard that he was, and I really honestly was like, cool, and moved on. Because uh, I just, like, we've seen the report now. He's The same questions are going to come up, and I just have this gut feeling that it's just going to lead to a bunch of nothingness. You know what I'm saying? I will say it's the first time that I've heard Durham's voice. Oh, was it everything what you thought it, it would be? What does he sound like? Uh, he, he's like a... He, he's like a defenseless old man. Oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like all of these pictures make him look tough. He's the punisher. He's mm. going to uh, uh, bring down the house of pain. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's just like withered. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Oh, no. He looks like he would sound like a Dr. Seuss character to me. Oh. See, to I me, know. I kind of felt like I'm going to fuck I'm going to take him out. No. I'm going to take him out. It's like a Batman? It. No. Yeah, man. That that's... would be awesome if he did speak like that. I'm Durham <laughs> and I'm here. <laughs> He actually like turns on a soundtrack behind him every time yeah. he has to say something. Every time he walks, hold on, in, let me turn on the rain soundtrack. <laughs> every time he there walks was a through a door, dark he, night, <laughs> the dark night, dark Durham, dark the Durham darkness. That's what it is. It's the, yes, the dark night report. <sighs> if you could do that though, would you do it? Like, as just being funny. Like, if you had were able to wear like something to have a system to have music play no matter where you walked in. I think I feel like people would be annoyed with you very fast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they would It'd want be funny. nothing. Yeah, you know, funny to you, but I think most people would just be like, Who like is if this? you're walking into a, a hearing like that, what would they do if you walked in and had music play? If you gave them a cassette tape and you said, "Hey, when I come in, please play track <laughs> please three. Play this. You know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah, I think yeah. They'd, they'd you just probably... have like the Jurassic Park theme song going on. Uh, <laughs> here I am. I don't know yeah. if that's. I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's the right way to go. <laughs> Let out like a, a pterodactyl squeal. You know? uh, that's hilarious. I mean, he could honestly say something to the effect of like, you know, this is going to end life as we know it. You know, he's like the asteroid. You know, what I'm saying that's getting ready mm. to end it all. All right, take out these dinosaurs, bring in the new, the new breed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the only thing that's going to come of that, honestly, is probably just more information. Uh, maybe. I mean, it's just because obviously the out there. Yeah, I don't yeah. always believe more information is the best. I got to be honest with you. I don't because I feel like it. There's a lot of information, and when you add more, just with human mind, I feel like you start forgetting about good information that's already out. Well, it depends on what questions get asked. I yeah, guess it's true. Hmm. Yeah, Jim Jordan was asking about this Dolan guy. And I don't know the the exact tie-in with this, but th- I think that Jim Jordan is going to ask questions that kind of pry open statements within the report and go, oh, well, this wasn't really mentioned. And what did you mean by this statement in the report? And, like, where does this lead to? You know what I mean? Mm. I yeah. think that's what you meant by more information. Right? Yeah, I feel like, like, Jim Jordan well, and, like, uh, Hall- <clears throat> Hawley, he's really good about, like, Having a certain thing he wants to find out and asking yeah. certain questions to not only get the answers he wants, but also open doors to other things. I just feel like when you go back, like, you know, there's there's a line like we're in an information age where there's new information always happening. We have it right at our fingertips like we can look anything up, you know, and I think that's positive in almost all aspects, except for the fact that, like, you know, with all this new information always readily available and always coming out, you start to, like our brains can only hold so much you know it can only like focus on so much and so when you look at the argument why uh, uh, all of this information is trickling out and there's not like a big flood of information because everybody would just be overloaded 
but see, really that's, understand it. Yeah, but that's that's the problem is like, do you actually believe that? Because I don't. I, I I think when you look at what the audience says and you read, you know, what people are saying, they're just overwhelmed already. So it's not a trickle. We may say it's a trickle, but people are overwhelmed. They're like, dude, I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of talking about this. I'm so sick of that. I'm so sick of hearing about this. And it's like when you had like Watergate, you had this, you had this, you know, group of information that everybody knew about. And they, mm-hmm. they Russia Gate. Sure, but well, no, not Russia. Donald Russia Trump's Gate. guilty. No, you're missing my point. Watergate <laughs> back in the whatever, the seventies at what whatever it was, you know, early it was the early seventies, mid seventies, whatever. You had this information that made him look guilty. Nixon, mm-hmm. right? And certain people. And it was just this uh, plot of information that everybody saw and everybody reacted to. And nowadays, it's like you get that information, but then the next day you get another swath of information about something different. And then another swath of information about something different. And so when we should still be focusing on Hillary, now everybody's like, well, Hillary's old news. We need to focus on this. And that, then it will be, well, Hunter's old news. We need to worry about. And it's like, that's where I think there's too much for people well, yeah, to dude. actually gather. Yeah, it's like too much of not just one thing. It's too much of like so much tragedy in the world. Like there's like fucking hurricanes happening. Yeah, gun violence. There's like all of these things happening around the world. And then it's like, why not just focus on the main important stories? But then again, it's like, how do you prioritize the importance of the stories? Well, you said it before. We all have at some point. But you've said, you know, certain things like they know that if you just stay out of the news long enough, it'll be forgotten. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, if Hunter could just not be in the news for a couple months, people would yeah. uh, eventually just be off of it. They would still remember that he's a problem, but they were not going to talk about him. Just like Epstein. Don't forget Epstein didn't, you know, didn't kill himself, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That works for a while, and now it's like, who says that? Is that trending? Is it anybody even say that anymore? No, because they're on to other things. Mm-hmm. So it's that's that's the problem with having so much. And it's all over the place. I mean, it's like, it's not just a, a, a split in the road. It's like a fucking, it's like the Houston fucking highways, bro. It's everything all over the place in every direction. No, yeah, I agree to a point. I think uh, spreading things out and taking so long with everything does have negative effects amongst people, whether you want them to stay focused or, or not. But I th- also think maybe it get, it gets people to a point where, like, kind of like you said, but take it in a different way almost like the enough is enough like is it is more and more information constantly coming out over time just pushing people to the point where there's like is the majority of people getting to the point where like why the hell are we not doing anything about this like there's so much that that happened why are we not doing anything or they're getting to the point where they're like hey we know nothing's gonna happen so i'm gonna fucking move on and forget about this and i'm not gonna vote i think that's this is all by design dude this is exactly what they want, right? They want you to like, this is a big story. And everybody's like, oh, like the, the, the submarine, for example, big mm. story yesterday. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. Uh, and that's still happening to an extent, right? And, but in a month or in three weeks, it's going to be something else. And people yeah. are going to be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that submarine. It's just, that's everything. All but the I'm time. more talking about like um, with politics and with, 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 you know, that the crime is there. But nothing is done because, you know, the DOJ is corrupt. You know, the intelligence agencies are corrupt, right? Not all of them, but there's certain individuals within them that cause enough damage, mm-hmm. right? Like Hunter Biden, he was charged yesterday, right? Don't yeah. we have this story? He, well, he pled guilty. Uh, the story pled is guilty. actually not about that. The, he pled guilty yesterday to two misdemeanor tax uh, issues and then a gun issue. A gun charge, yeah. And... Yeah. um. 
That was the news yesterday, and he's basically not going to get jail time at all. They call it a slap on the wrist, right? Yeah, and so you can expect that. We kind of expected that this guy is going to get all the special treatments, right? Uh, Conveniently, we also did talk about maybe he did do like a plea deal. Like maybe he did do a plea deal. Well, well, that's exactly what what I'm saying. Like a behind the scenes plea deal where he actually gave up information. That I mean, that's always possible. I mean, like uh, who who was it that was just freaking out yesterday over this? Uh, the Kodak Black guy. I have that article. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. The Kodak Black, uh, the rapper Kodak Black, his lawyer came out. Basically, he decries as a two tiers of justice because you know Kodak Black was hit with tax issues, gun issues. I don't know about basically tax, the but, same fucking shit. Well, he he had a yeah. he, he actually faked his numbers to get a gun because he was a felon and couldn't get a gun. Yeah. So you you could argue it's a little different. But his point was he got three years for yeah. a gun Well, charge. I mean, Hunter Biden lied on his registration, said he wasn't a drug addict. Yeah, yeah but either, that's the same either thing. You, either you change numbers or you lie about information. Yeah, exactly. It's the same fucking thing. Exactly. He got three years. And this is a really, really popular rapper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the lawyer is saying basically like, and Kodak Black is black. Uh, so that's the argument. It's like, how come this person, who's also a celebrity in his own right, right, got three mm-hmm. years? Hunter well, Biden, nothing. Well, yeah, and it's not just him. How many people are are in prison for the same kind of shit? The oh. same, uh, tons of people. Good amount, I'm sure. So, a good amount. So either he's getting special treatment because he's Joe Biden's son, or he made a deal. I, I mean, where's your stand? Because I honestly don't think he made a deal. I think that he is getting special treatment, and I think that they're protecting him. That's, Most likely. That's what I think it is. I, I don't think he's turning on his dad. I think that's a death sentence to him. He knows it. You know what I'm saying? They'll yeah. put him on a submarine and have him lost in the ocean. <laughs> uh, on top of that, what I was going to bring up, too, is not only did that happen, right, which was one of the controversies, the small controversies of Hunter. Uh, there's many, many more. But he also had the baby mama drama. Oh, yeah. Where uh, his his daughter that he's denied the entire time that she's been alive, four years or whatever, uh, they found out is his child. The mother asked for $20,000 a month in child support. He said that he's too poor to pay that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and go back to that picture real quick. I love how n- the New York Post just puts pictures of random. different articles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the not, witches. Not, the- this has nothing to do with the article title that they're talking about. I mean, yeah. come on now. Yeah, well, the, the original one was. The problem is, is after it plays through, it goes to a second. Oh, one. this by is the, the autoplay. Yeah, and by the time that we get to it, uh, you know, after we put it up, it's already it already is what it is. But yeah. the mom uh, had come out and she was, you know, obviously pissed off that he was denying it was her child. And then she asked for $20,000 a month, which he went to court saying that he's broke and that he wants to uh, get a smaller payment. Uh, And supposedly the lawyer, his lawyer, uh, or actually, sorry, her lawyer would not confirm how much he actually ended up settling for, but they believe it to be about $5,000. You're talking about a quarter of what you're asking for. Yeah. I I feel like there's probably more to this, but my, my ultimate point about it is it seems like he's trying to clean up the loose ends and one hit here. He got the charges, the federal charges. That seemingly is a nothing burger now. And now this other drama, which was showing that he's a piece of shit, that's getting cleaned up now. They've settled. That's not going to be talked about anymore. So it almost seems like a cleanup job. Like, let's get this all done in one shot. Yeah. And now, like I said to Chris yesterday, and Greg, you can uh, you know jump in on this here, but I just feel like when Hunter gets brought up again, it's going to be, well, yeah, I mean, he pled guilty. Yeah, I mean, he already settled that. So what are we talking about? Why are we still talking about this? It's already done. Like, there's nothing to say unless you're talking about just the bribery. But I'm not seeing heavy movement on that yet still. Mm, yeah, 
I mean, uh, as far as like Barisma and like his overseas dealings and like the uh, Metabiota and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We'll see what comes of that. Yeah, I mean, it well, almost, it's a lot of that. It's almost still like under uh, investigation, right? Well, it's like who's investigating that? Mm-hmm. Is Congress diving into that more? And if they are, like you have to work with a foreign entity too. I mean, because Russia's making the same claims and then it's like, mm. if you're making the same claims as Russia, are you fucking Putin puppet at that point? Yeah. Like everybody just smears you and then it's like, is this just war propaganda or is this legit? Like, how do you prove that? Well, I, I just think that a lot of the this the issues that we have, listen, there's more, trust me. There's, you gotta the, have there's the, the photos, the, the laptop, all the other shit, right? Pudding. Personal, the pudding, the goods, yeah, the, the goods. Yeah, well, the proof is in the pudding. That's well, true. No, what I'm Show saying is, is that he's, like he's that, starting Chris. to clear up his personal ties. The stuff that people are talking about exclusively Hunter, right? The dealings with foreign countries is a family scheme that yeah. he's involved with. As far as his personal mama drama, as far as his like little tax evasion shit and gun stuff, uh, yes, we have not fully got into the um, laptop, but I'm just saying he's starting to clean up those loose ends, getting mm-hmm. away with it, you know, like settling, getting out of it. The only way that he gets in more trouble at this point, I think, is that if they actually go after uh, the uh, family, Joe Biden. Yeah. And and we, I think he's probably feeling pretty good right now because he's going, are they really going to go after Joe Biden? Is he ever is this ever going to go to a trial? Highly doubt it. And if it doesn't, then he's in the good. Mm. Because I, I feel like that, doesn't that make you ask questions though? It's like okay, 100%. so Hunter Hunter Biden got a sweet ass deal. He's getting scot free, right? Mm-hmm. Or seemingly getting off scot free. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Biden, if he were to go down and just get like maximum penalty, wouldn't you be like, wait? So what really went on here? Did Hunter squeal on his dad? Oh, Did that's Hunter not what I was talking something? about. I, I I wasn't referring to him getting nothing and Joe getting something. I'm saying the only way that he anymore gets in serious trouble is if the Joe if Biden goes case actually goes dad. through. Yeah. He has to go down with his dad, and I don't see them going after Joe Biden. Like, I think that we can talk about it. I mean, I, I, listen, man, I, I, I know that I'm probably on the, you know, the very few that actually think that, but I think he's old. I think they're just going to forget about it. He's probably going to lose the election or somebody else will take over. And I think he'll just whisk away in the wind. His little skinny body is just going to... And, and, and I just think you won't hear about it. And if that happens... Do you think that, do you think that he's like building his retirement way. home in Ukraine? Joe? Is that why he's sending so much money over there? <laughs> Joe? Yeah. I mean, it would I probably think, be the safest place for him to go. Re- yeah, I think he's just retiring over there. They're like... Hey, bomb everywhere except for this little piece of land here. (laughs) I'm spending billions of dollars to have my retirement home right here. I would be interested if he's not going to have a home there. Like that, I feel like that would be the safest place for him after all that he's done for them. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was just an accounting error that said that we are sending an extra six point two billion dollars to Ukraine. That is like this. This comes like months after they had another accounting error for another billion dollars or some shit. Yeah, they just had it a couple months ago. Same I think thing. this is the uh, the total though. I think that they they followed up on that accounting error, and this is the lump sum after they've concluded all of the accounting errors. So it's six point two billion total errors are six point two bill. Yes. Who now, the fuck is I doing did, the accounting? It, I did find out the total that we've sent to Ukraine, and I wanted to see if you guys could guess that okay. in billions of dollars. It's in billions of dollars. Oh, it's still, it's not in trillions yet. Not in trillions. Um. Uh, let's see here. Six. I'm gonna say 220 billion. 
320 billion. I'm going to go 320 billion. Okay. Hmm. Man. I'm going to say under or over. I'm going to say $1. Oh, God. $1. <laughs> I'm doing the price. I'm doing the prices right move. No, no, no. Uh, I'm gonna say it's gonna be around five hundred. Five hundred billion. Uh, the the true answer is a hundred and thirteen billion dollars. Oh, jeez, oh, okay. not as much as I thought. Well, I mean, yeah, so it just seems like more because there. It just seems like more because it's like it feels like every fucking day. Joe Biden's like, we're all allocating this much money to. No, you know what the dude. problem is, man, is we we are broke in general. And it's like billions aren't even a thing that we think about. Yeah, that's true. And so a hundred and whatever you just said. What's billion, the fucking difference? <laughs> no, that's like too much money still. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even though we said 325, like a hundred and something billion dollars is too much fucking dollars going. Mm-hmm. Too much. And like my thing with this whole like accounting year, man, come on. Like we already sent the money. They're fine. Okay, they're fine. Like, we don't need to just be like, oh, we screw up. Here's more. We just say, hey, we actually messed up and we didn't get it all, but you're seemingly fine. So we're just going to keep this. I like how the the Pentagon, when they have accounting errors, it's not like, hey, we have an extra $6.2 billion we can can do this with. We can do this with. We can provide this for our country. No, let's give it to somebody else. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but when's the last time you had an audit for your accountings, Pentagon. I mean, mm. every time that I see World that the Pentagon time. is audited, mm-hmm. they owe trillions of dollars. I mean, the day before 9-11, Donald Rumsfeld was out there saying that they, they couldn't find $2.14 trillion or some shit like that. Mm. It's so it's it, like, yeah. oh, and then 9-11 happened. Okay, so um, it was just a cover-up for all the missing money. I, I see. Yeah, that probably went to the Ukraine, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I'm or, or Saudis, I don't know. I don't know, man. No, it's... it's uh, it's wild that that much money is just being sent over there. It's just wild to me. Uh, and that's not even like breaking news anymore. Like the whole war is kind of just like, when was the last time we've, it, it, there's been something like major that we've been like, we need to tell you about this. Like, it's just, it's like a tussle at this point, just back and forth. You know, they Russia bombs, Ukraine bombs, Russia bombs. I don't know, man. What, it, what's it's like, uh, it makes me think we're in like wag the dog, the movie. And they're all just fucking playing with us. Like, this war's not even happening. They're just sending trillions of dollars over to this country and doing what with it? It's almost like if we can't be in the war, we need to make sure we're spending like we're in the war. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just can't be out of it. Well, then I also see an article yesterday or something like that where uh, Zelensky's actually, he's he's baffled that nobody's, like, wanting to pay to have that dam rebuilt. Mm. He's like, no one's going to, no one's going to pitch in to, to pay for this? Yeah, what a schmuck, dude. That guy's uh, like just a turd. Who is Zelensky? Yeah, yeah dude. He's just he's, he's just the fucking, savior of our world. He's such a he's <laughs> such a t- God. He's like a typical modern <laughs> young person. Like just everything should be handed to him. Like yeah. you, you know, you want to go to war and you want to have this stuff, and like I'm not saying that he chose to go to war per se, but you're wanting to be involved, you want to look like the tough guy, but you can't do anything on your own. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. You, you so can't. he blows up his own dam and then he wants money for it. That's how it works. I just don't. Yeah, yeah I don't, pretty much. Like, I know there's talks about Russia being weaker than they've come across. That may be true. Who knows? You never know with propaganda. But quite mm. honestly, if he wouldn't have got all this money, I just I feel like they would have been crushed. And I don't even think they're using all this money. I mean, we know that. Like, there's a ton of money going there that they have no clue where it's going to. And yep. so it's not like all these 100 and something billion is actually going to weapons. No. Uh, protections. Uh, it's just <laughs> getting spent somewhere. Zelensky's. I bet you he's richer now than he's ever been, obviously. Probably. 
So, well, since we're talking about the Ukraine and Russia war and all that shit, um, this is a good segue into this BlackRock recruiter who mm. James O'Keefe Media Group caught in under undercover footage, like they always do, right? So they they caught this guy, and he's admitting that the BlackRock quote runs the world, and they buy out politicians, dude. And they even talk about uh, well, this guy talks about the Ukraine war, and uh, he says, "quote Ukraine is good for business, you know that, right? Russia blows up Ukraine's grain silos, and the price of weed is going to go mad up. The Ukrainian econ- uh, the Ukrainian economy is the wheat market. The price of bread goes up. This is fantastic if you're trading." Volatility creates opportunity for profit, blah, blah, blah. So they, they said that, or he says, that BlackRock does not want the war to stop. Oh, of course. And and there's several videos here. I have uh, three videos. They're about two minutes apiece. But I chopped up his little disclosure video. And boy, oh boy, it's it's damning, dude. The things that he says about buying politicians, buying people, Let's play it real quick, and then we can discuss it, what he says here. Sure, yeah. Play this first one here. So this is the... Okay. Serge Varley. That's this guy's name. Introducing Serge Varley, whose LinkedIn says he's worked for Morgan Stanley, Citadel, and now as a recruiter at BlackRock. I work for uh, a company called BlackRock. Uh, I'm not actually a finance guy. I just... I know what happens because I'm recruiting people who do these things. Mm-hmm. I'm the person who headhunts people from other firms. So I would approach him and say, hey, this is a good reason why you should come work for us. Serge tells us who really runs the world, how they do it, and just how much it costs to buy people, like politicians. Let me tell you, it's not through who's the president. It's, uh, it's who's controlling the, the wallet. So it's, it's the, and who's that? Like, the hedge funds, BlackRock, the banks. These guys want campaign financing. Yep, you can buy your candidates. All of these financial institutions, they buy politicians. How do they run the world? You acquire stuff. <laughs> diversify you acquire you keep acquiring you spend whatever you make in acquiring more and uh, at a certain point your risk level is, is super low like imagine you've invested in um like 10 different industries from food to to drinks to like technology right one one of them fails it doesn't matter you have nine others to, to back you up risk management is, is inherently in just about everything and in the finance space it's all about it's, it's, it's well it's all about the money you make you don't you don't let it sit. Yeah, like you keep using it over and over, and reinvest. Yeah, and it exponential growth. And then once you just own a little bit of everything, is that where the control? Yeah, you own a little bit of everything, and that little bit of everything gives you so much money on a yearly basis that you can take this big ton of money, and then you can start to buy people. Golly. Okay. So first Yay. of all, this guy is like. Tonight will be the night that let's drink some wine. With Did you me. see the gun show he was putting on, dude? Look I got my arms. leather boots beside me. Oh god. My skull socks to my kneecaps. But isn't this like obviously this is just validation of what a lot of people already figured? Yeah. Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, um he he's basically now this is the whole thing. It's like give or take this guy is just one man. He's a recruiter. He doesn't speak for BlackRock, whatever, right? Sure, sure. So I mean, 
but he's saying stuff like it's not who is the president that's controlling the wallet of the president. You can buy your candidates. So he's basically just insinuating that BlackRock can buy the presidency, can buy senators. He's saying like um, the senators are fucking cheap. If you got 10 grand, you can buy a senator. I think he says that in this next video. Um, so it doesn't matter who wins, he says. They're in my pocket at this point. Okay. Here we play this one yeah, now? play this real quick here. Yeah. Okay. Obviously, we have this system in place. First, there's the Senate. And these guys are shit. You got 10 grand, you can buy a senator. It doesn't matter who wins. They're, they're my father. I can give you 500k right now. No questions asked. Yeah. I gonna do what needs to be done. They're like, yeah, of course. And Why not? Does, like, everybody do that? Does Blackhawk do that? The BlackRock recruiter also tells us about how the U.S. government relies on BlackRock for their economic simulation computational power. Economic simulation. They need to understand the impact of something, right? They're going to, like, raise the interest rate, for example. Mm-hmm. It's going to create this cascade of various factors that people are they're not sure what it's going to do, basically. And just how f***ing great the Ukraine war is for business. Do you have any um, thoughts on the Ukraine-Russia war? Ukraine is good for business. You know, right? We don't want the conflict to, to, to end. Why? We don't want the conflict to end as a country. The longer this goes on, the weaker Russia is. I'll give an example. Russia Russia blows up Ukraine's grain silos. Price of wheat is going to go mad up. So what are you going to do if you're a trading firm? The moment that news hits, within a millisecond, you're going to pump you're going to pump trades into um, into whoever uh, the wheat suppliers are, into their stocks. Within an hour or two, that stock goes up, and then you sell, and you just made, I don't know, however many milk. Why would a news channel promote a side and more? Because it's also good for business. I mean, what, what's news? News, right? What does news feed on? They feed on strategy. They feed on... Up events. That's what people like to watch. So when it happens, it's, it's good business. More viewers. When nothing's happening, watch the news. I don't watch news. So they're all pushing like the same talking point. Like you generally, when you look at news, like it's propaganda. The Ukrainian economy is tied very largely to the wheat market, global wheat market. This is fantastic if you're trading. Volatility creates opportunity to make profit. War is. Yeah. Yeah. War is really good for fucking business, guys. It is. I mean, who cares who dies? It is. Well, I mean, we know it is. You know, this is not nothing new. We have a war. The American economy grows from it. You know what I mean? World War One, World War Two. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, there's a lot, lot of indication that that's why any, that's why any of the wars we've involved in are the reason is because they need something to prop up money. Mm-hmm. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland.
Ireland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Yeah, I, I just, uh, this, this is just further validation of kind of what we've already known. You know what I mean? Um, there is a tweet by Anomaly that I also shared with you guys. And he just he points to this humanevents.com article or BlackRock JP Morgan setup quote re recons or reconstruction bank for Ukraine. So BlackRock gets a half a trillion dollar deal to rebuild Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And so he's saying, what a spontaneous and shocking coincidence. So yeah. you have this uh, recruiter coming out saying that BlackRock owns the world and all this shit. They don't want the war in Ukraine to end. Now they're saying, hey, BlackRock you get this deal to rebuild Ukraine because uh, you're making a shitload of money for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're sending billions of dollars, hundreds of billions of dollars over there as well. Like they're going to mm-hmm. be fine, you know? And I, I don't know. Part of me is just like this kind of stuff. I'm just like fucking whatever, dude. Like we already know this, you know, like we know this and, and there's some guys I follow on TikTok. They actually do a pretty good job. They go to grocery stores and they, they go like, we're going to look at the cereal section today. Mm. And they, and they oh, look at who owns the companies. Like, yeah, they just they look at like how many options do you really have? And when you actually break it down of who owns what, your options are very limited. They're all owned by BlackRock. They're all owned by, you know, one company. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like further proof. You know, this kind of just is further proof that and, and to be fair, this guy, no one knows how important this dude is. He looks like a little fucking emo kid who's maybe maybe you know, possibly talking out of his context a little bit, like talking uh, uh, something that he really isn't all that involved in, but maybe he is. I don't know. It's not the CEO of BlackRock. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think we mm-hmm. need it to be important because I think we already know that there's there's these companies that just own everything and run everything and that we see these things because they're there for a reason. Well, and, and well, I think this just goes to prove that it's it's like BlackRock and these these organizations and these people as a whole. Like, it's not even just the CEOs that are thinking this way. It's the people below them. Sure. Everyone's like, yeah, we're fucking, we're buying well, he, everyone and he's everything. A rec- he's a recruiter for the company. So he is hiring the people who fuck, who think this fucked up way. Yeah. And I mean, the biggest revelation that he's saying is that they buy the politicians. They can buy them all the way up to the president. Not and, only that, but, but we don't have to watch the third video, but the third video talks about how they... They basically buy people or they want people to buy these failing stocks at high rates. And they they point to the mainstream news. He points to uh, Jim Cramer. And he says that they call it the inverse Cramer, where they actually have Jim, Jim's Cramer or whatever the fuck his name is, go out there and promote stock that is failing. And they know that this is going to fail and they want people to go buy it. Mm-hmm. And then 
as soon as it fails, <clears throat> they basically go and gobble it up at low rates, right? Sure. But and he was also saying that there's a massive insider trading thing that all politicians have with their stocks as well. Yeah, and we know that, right? Well, yeah, because they all yeah, know what, what decisions courses. are going to be ma- made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was basically just saying if you want to invest smart, track all the politicians and just see where they have all their stocks. Yeah, I mean, like the Nancy Pelosi tracker. I mean, yeah. we've yeah. talked about that too. Yeah, actually, one of the guys in the studio was saying that's the best thing, dude. Yeah, because <laughs> he just follows it. Uh, you know. Like, I don't really look at it as a revelation, like you said. Like, even, like, saying the politicians are bought. Like, we know. They're just corrupt as all shit. We know that. You know? It, you could argue that we don't know exactly who, but there is no way that anybody thought that BlackRock wasn't a major player in this. Well, I think there's a lot of people For that sure. don't understand that this this is re- reality. Well, so, yeah, yeah. They, they don't really understand it. And, I mean, it's like the ins and the outs. There's not, like, the paperwork. There's not the documentation, the proof. It's just this guy's word, right? So I don't know if if there's going to be like any legislation or any committees about this guy. Well, I mean, you know, there's no. there's no documented proof as far as far as right now that yeah they're buying politicians, but there definitely is documented proof that BlackRock owns or owns part of everything. Yeah, but see, my question yeah. would come down to this, Chris: Do people really care that they own everything? And I don't think that a lot of people do, because they look at it like, listen, you could argue like you don't really have a choice. But in the in the eye, you go to the store and you're like, man, what do I want? Because there's like so many cereals here, right? Like most people, they don't really care wh- what the details are. They just want to have their checks or their their tricks or whatever it is that they yeah. want. And so if they go, hey, well, did you know that BlackRock owns everything? Uh, a lot of people I feel would just be like, and what? Like they're great cereals. I don't. I mean, who cares who owns it? I'm buying what cereal I want to buy. They make great products. Well, that's and that's people not using their brains and realizing that it, it it's not just about cereal. Exactly. I, I mean, it's when you're talking about like funding a war and you want to keep a war going and people mm-hmm. dying, uh, like countries. Yeah, being destroyed. if you're purposely making a war take longer because you're making money on wheat, mm-hmm. that's that's fucked up. Yeah, and and if you don't think that's fucked up, then there's something wrong with you. Well, see that that might be the what he's saying that they're doing, and probably is what they're doing right behind the scenes. That's yeah. the reason. But to the average person looking at, which I don't buy into this whole Ukraine Russia war at all. But to the person who doesn't know and just waves the Ukrainian flag because they're just like I'm supporting, you know, they're just looking at it like you know there's a bad guy and a good guy and like it should last as long as it needs to to make sure that the good guys win you know they just look at it from a yeah, surface but they're, level they're told by the bought out politicians who the good guys are yeah but I, my point ultimately comes down to do they care they i don't think that a lot of people do we saw how bad vietnam was and it, it in like t- i think a lot of people would care if they ended up finding out that there was no reason for us to be there in the first place yeah and why, why, the for, only reason for, we're there according to this, is because we're making so much money on other aspects because of it. Okay, but my, my, my question is, do, I mean, yes, some people would care, but what does it change? We, we went to Afghanistan, Iraq, right? We went to Iraq, we took that whole thing down. Uh, weapons of mass destruction, all that stuff was fake. That, that's come out, right? We can agree on that. That's come out, we, we went there to for point, nothing. Yeah. We went there for nothing. But what did it really change? Some people say that we went there for nothing. Some people say, I don't really give a shit. I don't, this long time ago, who cares? Uh, soldiers died as part of war. Well, well, that's the thing. If the information about that stuff comes out so long afterwards, then yeah, the effect isn't going to be there. 
But if it, information like that comes out while you're still there doing it, it did. Then people are going to be pissed off. It did. We were in that war for a very long time, up I know. until recently. I mean, and that was coming out a long time. I ago. know, but that information comes out after it's already been going on for 15 years. Mm-hmm. That doesn't going to have the same effect as if you're. I know, but I'm saying, what does it change going forward? Like you could you could say that it was a bad war, but it doesn't change the fact that we are now in a Ukraine Russia war that's seemingly as bad as well. Like it doesn't stop the process from happening. And people aren't fighting for well, it to I stop mean, the process. I think the objective is, is, in this country at least, with the way our country works and our constitution, the last thing the government wants is its citizens pissed off at it. They distract you with something else. Well, not if not if the information is enough to keep everybody in, like engaged. My only hope yeah. is that people see this and then it wakes a couple people up and they go, oh. So wait, I was supporting Ukraine for what? Like for people making money? Mm-hmm. Like this big fucking business can make more money? I mean, a lot of the people that are supporting the Ukraine war are also against big business, right? Sure. They don't like the the 1%. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you got a lot of the Bernie people that kind of are pro-climate change. I got my Ukraine flag waving. Sure. Right. And mm-hmm. so if you if you if they come to the realization that it's like, oh, wait, I was supporting the Ukraine war. But now this guy is saying that he wants the Ukraine war to be prolonged because he makes money. A bunch of billionaires <laughs> make money yeah. off of failing economies. Right. Destroyed countries, dead people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, that's my only hope is well, that see, people see this and go, whoa, yeah, I, I had the wrong idea. See, I, and listen, that hope that you have is a legitimate hope. However, you're also talking about the same group of people that you could argue are the most hypocritical people in this country. The people that say one thing and do another all yeah. the time. So like to say that you hope that they will understand because they're anti, you know, big business and all this stuff that they're not going to be like, oh, we, we got to stop this. No, they're, those are the same people that will say like, you need to like, you can't say anything, but we're going to fucking shove this shit down your face. Like they don't, they're confused as the, the most confusing people in this country. They have no clue what their actual direction is. And so to get them to win them over, they're just going to keep playing along. They'll say, well, there's a good reason that they're doing it. There has to be a good reason that they're doing it. You know what I mean? I just don't see that they would do this if there wasn't a good reason for it. And that's what scares just deny, me. deny, deny, deny. Well, yeah. deny and just yeah. always take the side of the bad guy because they just have to. If they don't, then they, they lose their whole identity. Everything they're about yeah. is lost, you know? I mean, you know, at some point you got to realize when you're wrong. And that's my only, I just, I hope people can realize when they're wrong about mm-hmm. certain things and take a step back. And it is, you know, I do agree. There's like a bunch of hypocrites out there. Sure, yeah. But I mean, how many people did we see? How many videos mm-hmm. of blue haired liberals saying like, whoa. I just got this realization that Trump was not as bad as I thought he was. Not and all this. Not other that many. Stuff. Remember? Not that many. I mean, bro. in the big scheme of things, like we saw some. There were some. Okay, but the, I know. But you just, you, how big was that actually happening? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I like think how big, how big was that movement of people actually getting it? And wait, so oh, wait a second. So they went after Trump mm-hmm. illegally. They didn't really have anything on him. Uh, let me and ask then you. They're it, looking it, at Joe Biden. Right? So outside of um, kind of talking about what may or may not be right, like what we could like personal opinion here for you. I'm asking you, do you really think that like all that stuff when it comes to the Trump, like what you're saying here has changed a bunch of liberals? 
Like in your personal, like not like, hey, it could. Like, what do you in your gut is telling you? Do you really think it changed that much? That many people switched over, and we're like, wow, we were wrong. No, I would say like, mm, as far as like enough to do what, like to to make, to make any a dent in the make vote? any dent at all, any any kind of progress, if you will. Um, I mean, like I'm just asking I, your I your think honest. It, gut I think feeling. it adds up. I think it's just you know. I think if you accumulate enough. Mm-hmm then yeah, I could make a dent, but I, I don't think that, yes, I think that our country is still divided, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's as divided as they lead it up to be. Well, so the reason I say that, because here, here's the deal. Trump was the most captivating thing in the news for years. Yeah. There was nothing more than Trump. Trump was everything in this country, right? Can we agree on that? Yeah. And so if you're saying that there may be a slight dent and they can add up with Trump, who is the number one topic, you really think there's going to be a dent on something that most people don't even know exists? That's not mainstream news? Yeah, because that's and, and where my problem lies. Trump, I don't even know if it was Trump that these videos were about because it was so long ago I forgot I, yeah, I know, what these I know. liberals well, were I, like. I know. I'm just saying like when you're talking about BlackRock, right, which is a kind of underground company that's doing their thing, right? It's not in your face every day like Trump was. And if Trump couldn't sway more than just a maybe a dent, a little dent, do you really think BlackRock has the capability of making a huge dent? That's, well, that yeah, would be my argument. A lot of me- there's, not, there's not a lot of media corporations bashing or sticking up for BlackRock. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're BlackRock's own- just like this. Yeah, exactly. It's like this entity that exists in the background. You know what I mean? I, I don't think it, Trump, I- you had a bunch of people going after his ass. Mm-hmm. And then also protecting his ass. That's what the whole the conversation was about. Trip was like, he's a good guy. No, he's a bad guy. He's a good guy. So like this, that was out in the front because the news agencies were pushing that out there. None of these news agencies are talking about BlackRock. Exactly. Chris? Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think this whole BlackRock thing is going to have anything to do with voting. I don't think it's going to sway people voting at all. But I do think it will. Hopefully, I, well, I hope that it's going to make people realize how things are actually working and why the politicians and why all these people have the agendas and have their, the stances that they have, not because they actually feel that way, but because they're getting paid to. Well, I wasn't assuming yeah, it's like a questioning vote, your, yourself. Yeah. I want to make sure that your beliefs. And yeah. And, I don't, I don't and think as far as the mainstream, vote. I don't honestly, nowadays, I don't think if it's, if CNN or Fox and stuff isn't playing it, I don't think that fucking matters anymore. No, because social media is the mainstream media now. Yeah, podcasts and whatnot. Yeah, I, and because, I, I agree with that. Uh, I think it, I forget who said it, but I think uh, uh, see, like CNN's numbers per show, like up on in prime time, is like three hundred fifty thousand people watching. Yeah, that, that's that, nothing. I know, but I don't watch it. Well, yeah, I mean, look at Tucker Carlson, dude. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't watch this stuff. I don't think you guys watch any of this stuff. Oh, but, so, but, so Tucker, go ahead. Yeah, sorry, we have like a little delay here. Um, oh, am I frozen? No, no you're, you're good. Not. Okay. Uh, Tucker Carlson, his his first episode had like 5 million views in less than 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's on Twitter, bro. And it was a 20-minute episode. But what, what I'm saying is, is like the media companies, we it may not have the views, but like we use them every single day. And ev- all these podcasts are using them every single day. They're just extending the conversation off of what they're saying. So like to say that they're not news, like they are. Like they're the they're the kind of the base for a lot of shows. Yeah, but they're they're using them for 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 content, but they're also sent, not just going. Oh, this is what CNN said. This yeah. is one hundred percent true. Oh no, no, that's not no. what's happening. I know, but I'm saying it's that like it's the relevant. other the other media 
organizations like podcasts or or just social media mm-hmm. platforms or whoever are taking those stories they're put they're putting out at least the majority now and going and actually being realistic about it and being okay this might be true but yeah. this is definitely bullshit yeah for better or worse there's still the base though yeah like it, you can use them to say look how wrong they are you know what i'm saying like that that happens all the time yeah but like they're still like i mean not nonetheless like to really like end this topic for me is just i'm glad the information's getting out there mm-hmm. and i'm glad that people are being exposed to it and they have the option to at least sure. know what's going on right yeah, uh, yeah for me I, this, is, this is just one guy it's like the yeah. recruiter so there's that aspect where they could you know just double down on that and be like dude this is a fucking recruiter what does he know right yeah i want to say too like this kind of puts something else in and we don't have to have this conversation but i'm saying when you look back yeah because i watched the documentary a couple months back and when you look back at the situation with GameStop, the whole stock with GameStop, this is exactly why it was so devastating. Oh, yeah. It's because that whole GameStop scheme where everybody bought into GameStop and rose the price so much that these big wigs were losing their asses. Mm-hmm. It's because of pe- people like BlackRock. They they know when to like prop shit up, sell it, you know, do all this stuff. And then all of a sudden GameStop situation comes around. They're like, what the fuck is going on? We didn't have control of this, yeah. and they have control of everything. Yeah, and it fucked them. And that's I honestly well, that's why it was a big deal because they weren't in control anymore. Exactly. And I think if you want to really fuck with the stock markets and you really want to fuck with BlackRock, you got to hit them in the fucking nutsack, dude. And I think that GameStop thing was a nutsack hit. Now a lot of people lost their asses because they kept it going for a long time. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, like you want to really mess up, like you you have power to like buy into stuff and make something bigger, just like they do. Yeah. Like they, they, people just prop GameStop up just like they prop up a serial company or the war. And they didn't like that. So I'm saying if you want to combat this stuff, be smarter in the stock market. Maybe that could help get groups of people together. That's why it worked. And that's why they were vilified just like J6. Well, yeah, everything always comes down to money, right? Yeah. If, if you're smarter with your money and you're mindful about where it's going and who you're, who you're giving it to or what you're putting it towards, yeah. then they're fucked. Yeah. Agree. Because that's their whole premise is money. It's an interesting story, man. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens with it, but it's interesting. BlackRock is trending still, I think, to this point. Am I wrong? Yeah, it is. So it's a big deal. Uh, Greg, are you there? I think he's frozen. He's like a still friend. Uh, I did have one more thing. He'll he'll either chime in or he won't. Uh, either way, I got one more topic before we bounce out of here. Uh, Portland, Oregon, man. Portland, Oregon. Dumb kids in Portland, Oregon. And there's a reason <laughs> for their dumbness. There's a huge reason for their dumbness. Uh, go to that article here. This actually hits home for me a little bit because, as you know, I'm into cars and hot rods and shit and dregs. And poor Greg. He's, oh, he left. Uh, I love me some hot rods. I go to all the hot rod shows, drag strips. It's a, it's a fun thing. This is actually talking about revealed America's dirty divide, a toxic metal in the U.S. city's air, and maybe harming children's brains. Hmm. Mm. Go down real quick. Scroll down here. Uh, it says the Guardian finds children in Portland, Oregon could have lower test scores due to lead emissions from nearby racetrack. One of dozens across the U.S. to use toxic leaded gasoline. <laughs> okay. I mean, listen, man, I, I tell you this. I, I've had old cars my whole <laughs> life. I, I mean, I, I bought my first car, 63 Impala, when I was 14 years old. Yeah. Okay. And ever since then, I've had the Impala. I had a 54. I had an old ass van for a while. Um, I had a 32 hot rod. I have a 85 blazer, all gas carbureted cars. You know what I'm saying? Old style. Even with the Impala, 
which probably originally was a leaded vehicle, leaded gas. Like at a certain point, you change the engine, you modify it a little bit, you freshen it up, and then you get away from just the lead-based products. Yeah, I feel like the lead stuff hasn't been around in a long time. No, but you can buy additives. Yeah. You can go to the store and buy like a lead additive. If you have an old vehicle that's all original mm-hmm. and you add that additive in there and it gives the lead that it needs to run properly. But that's like far and few between. Yeah, there is not, it's not like thousands or millions of people are doing that. No. And on top of it, they, they point out that lead gas. I think I'm back now. Hey, you're oh. back, dude. All right, man. Jeez. Yeah, dude, you, I don't know what the hell happened. My whole internet just shut down. I have no <laughs> clue. I'm talking about the uh, lead gas in Portland, and, and it's making kids dumb. Uh, that's what they're talking about. <laughs> Did you eat paint chips as a kid? Oh God, this is such a non. <laughs> Why? Like this is this bothers me because they're using this track and using racing and, v- and vintage vehicles as a reason that test scores are low. And I would argue that it's probably because there's bad teachers who have other ulterior motives. Uh, that the kids, the school system's really fucked in a lot of parts of this country. Yeah. And I, I highly doubt the, that the fucking low test scores is the couple cars on the racetrack. And mind you, I want to I be very clear. I don't know if you guys have been to Woodburn or if you've been to PIR in Portland, Portland International mm-hmm. Wasteway. I have multiple times. It's out in the fucking industrial area, bro. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's out not there. close to where they live. Well, I mean, North Portland is over there, but you're talking about it's right next to a fucking I-5, which is a super highway, you know what I'm saying, all the way from Canada to Mexico. Millions of cars on it all the time. And you got this one track who every weekend on Friday and Saturday, they, they have a fucking small, even par- just part of the year. Yeah, it's literally mm-hmm. six days a month where they do yeah. something. And let's not so mind. How, the- are they, how are they arguing that this, does this lead get into the water somehow? It gets or? into the air. It's in the air. It gets in uh, the air. And they're saying that that is enough to cause kids to have low test scores. So mm-hmm. when neighbors mentioned, uh, whatever, a mother of two, a pediatric nurse who works in environmental health, uh, go figure what kind of person she is, I'm sure, that toxic leaded gasoline has been used at a racetrack just down the road from her house in Portland, Oregon, where she was taken aback by the whole situation. So it's the gasoline that's yes. causing this? So back in the day, I, I, Greg, I know you missed the first part. Back in the day, old vehicles that there had was lead like, gas. There was lead, it wasn't lead-based, but there was lead in it. Yeah, so that's when you go to the mm-hmm. store and you get unleaded fuel. Okay, so gotcha. back in the day, cars ran on leaded fuel. Yeah. And they, like, they didn't operate properly without it. So old vehicles. Now, you can, I was telling Chris, you can still buy, like, additives. If you have an old original vehicle, you can buy lead additives to put in your gas tank every time you fill up, and it helps keep your engine running the right way for that particular year. But mm-hmm. most people change that stuff over. They modify their vehicles. They, you know, put a new modern engine in it. Yeah. They upgrade it over time. And leaded fuel is is... It's there, but if you go to a car show with 500 cars, I would bet you a dozen have leaded fuel. Like, literally, like, I'm probably exaggerating. But majority of stuff has been modernized enough that they don't use leaded fuel anymore. Yeah. Especially top fuel drags and shit like that, that these these things are doing. The only time you're going to see it is, like, the old vintage drags. You might see some cars with some leaded fuel in there. But you have, like, major corporations on the river in Portland you have uh, fiber warehouse or all that shit back in the day in Longview, like pumping fucking poor fumes up in the air. Yeah, yeah. And you're worried about a fucking couple cars drag racing. Like, I feel like this is a fucking hit job on on classic cars because yeah, they hate I, they hate fuel it anyways. Is. Well, I feel like, yeah, there's probably a few hundred cars in the whole state that run on lead, have leaded fuel. 
So it says real quick, it says concerns about Portland racetrack for one is now growing because new research has revealed the extent to which lead emissions from automobile racing impairs the cognitive development of children living nearby. Yeah, so look at the graph. See the dot graph where it shows elementary schools, parks, daycares Uh all around this raceway? Sure. So show that Uh, real quick because that's kind of probably what they're using as evidence. This is two miles from the racetrack, okay, everybody? Sure. Look at all this damage that they're doing to people. Children. Okay. Yeah, that's right on. Like, you understand that, like, there's rivers around this track. There's a lot of airflow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, high winds and stuff. Like, come on, man. And right there, it says at Portland's International Raceway, about 40% of the events used leaded gasoline over the past five years. What, they've they've sold anywhere from 1,300 gallons to 3,000 gallons of this leaded gasoline. This poison. 3,000 gallons. 1,300 gallons in five years. That's nothing. Exactly. No, it says that 3,000 annually. They, yeah, over the last five years, the racetrack has sold anywhere between 1,300 to 3,000 gallons. Oh, annually. Oh, annually, annually. Okay. Yeah, you. but that's not the point. Like 1,300 gallons? I mean, I, I put 20 gallons in my wife's van every fucking couple of days at this point. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just saying, like, is it really that significant, man? Like, and how many people have been going to the racetrack since the fucking 1960s? Yeah. Or before then. Like, I'm so, like... I don't know when PIR, like, started, but... So now Portland, because they're a bunch of weak pussies, are going to start saying, we need to shut down the tracks, bro. And then you want to know what the problem is? Here's the thing. Here's mm-hmm. the funny thing, real quick. I'm, I'm going to end on this. I love how people complain about these fucking street racers and shit. I love how they complain about the fucking burnouts on the bridge and the street racing and mm-hmm. the dangers, and they tell people, go race at the track. It's the And then they take way. away the track. And then they want to, like, go against the track. If you remove PIR... From Portland, you are going to have insane amount of street racing. They're going to find somewhere else to race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what, though? I do want to just kind of bring in the, the subject of fluorine, though, because I know that there was a study out there that said fluorinated water did kind of damage um, fetal growth for, for boys, specifically. <laughs> when, when mothers drink fluorinated water, Yeah. Mm-hmm. there was a study that found that uh, it, it, um, it impaired their growth, like the brain growth. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Portland does not have fluorinated water. So I'm wondering if if there's something in their water that they did uh, besides fluorine, you know? Like, was it, uh, did they add too much chlorine? Is there another chemical that they used? They don't have fluoride in their water? They don't use fluoride, yeah, because when I mm-hmm. went on a brewery run, mm-hmm. just like hopping, you know, between different breweries, we had like this tour guide thing, and he was like, yeah, Portland doesn't have fluorinated water and it actually helps our brew, you know, uh, come out and the taste of the beer and all this shit. Hmm. And I was just like, okay, so that that's fucking hippie. I was like, I, I, you know, I'm okay with the non fluoride or fluorinated water, but I'm like, what are you doing instead though? I looked it up and it says that no, they do not, but fluoride naturally occurs in Portland's water at low levels. So you may want to ask your dentist or doctor about supplemental fluoride to prevent tooth decay. So, so are they using supplemental fluoride? That's my thing, dude. Like, are all these kids using, like, a bunch of fluoride? In their uh, toothpaste. Yeah. Well, well I mean, that, not just in their toothpaste. How does fluoride, I don't under, I, I, obviously I'm done with this, but how does fluoride just occur naturally in, in city water? Mm, I don't uh, know how that works. Do, I, I, I don't know how it works. I mean, I, I, yeah. I'm just asking in general because I feel like, it's a gas, <laughs> so I don't know if that gas just exists in the air and the atmosphere, like at a yeah. certain percentage. I just but. don't understand, like why, like 
why people feel like they have to go after one specific thing when there's millions of different things that affect their children. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. the, like your kid, you're bitching about the racetrack, but you're probably feeding your kid a fucking guapa nuggets right now. You know what I'm saying? A guap. A guapa ch- chicken nuggies. You know what I'm saying? That are full of different shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, let's be real. Like, there's there's toxins and there's things in everything. If you really go down that path, you can get yourself in a real dark hole of nothing is safe. You know what I'm saying? For sure, dude. Uh, if so, anybody talks about, like, the United States, Portland, climate change, mm. gas emissions, I just go, China. China. That's all I say. It's just... Yeah. Look at China. I just, uh, my big gripe is, is growing up in the area, actually going to PIR and loving that and, and enjoying that kind of a thing. Um, it just, for Portland, and I'm done after this. Portland, I just feel like they can't afford to lose anything else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're getting to the point where everything is leaving. And if you start going after like stuff that brings people into Portland, which is Portland International Raceway, right? I mean, God forbid that Portland Trailblazers ever sell their fucking team. Oh, yeah. Like, right. why would you will. ever fucking go there? You know what I'm saying? At a certain point, people just don't want to go to these cities, and you, you keep going after the shit that is drawing people. Yeah. So I, I'm just done with this shit, man. Like, this is not a legitimate fucking argument. Move. Okay? <laughs> like, the entire city of Longview lives by mills. Like, if you don't like the idea exactly. that there's possibly toxins in the air, fucking move. Hey, do you think this, uh, this is a this is a push to get more money, and it it promotes the climate change narrative, mm-hmm. yeah. and it does a lot of different shit about like it, it getting rid of fuel, right? Mm-hmm. Like, let's get rid of fuel. Let's promote the electric, electric cars. cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you think uh, Portland adds in that ultrazine chemical to their water? Oh, dude, that's cancer causing. Hopefully not. Uh, RFK was talking about that on Joe Rogan, and mm-hmm. uh, they were giving it to. Uh, mice frogs. and frogs and stuff mm. and it was actually frogs gay. it was yeah it was it was making them turn into females and they were actually having eggs that were dude it's viable. lgbtq dream bro give me <laughs> that they're saying like fuck castration give me like, this yeah we chemical. don't have fluoride in our water yeah, but man. we have ultrazine you're gonna be a woman i have a uterus <laughs> now you know what i'm saying like mutants <laughs> we're fucking ninja dude, turtles bro there's so much shit in the water that it's like, uh, why are we just looking at this Portland raceway? Like, like what Dave said, like, look at the fucking chip, chicken nuggets that you're putting in the kids mouth. I look at yeah. everything else that it's crazy. I mean, come on. It's yeah. a crazy time. But it, uh, it goes to the entire kind of premise of this whole conversation today, which is people's minds go to wherever they want them to go. Well, and that's, that's kind of the thing that I was saying. I think a lot of people nowadays, especially now are paying a lot more attention to that kind of shit. Hmm. Because yeah. you, you see videos like on TikTok and fucking Instagram and everywhere of like, hey, have you do you guys know this shit? And like point out like what's in, what's in what, what and all this sure. stuff. And everyone's like, well, I'm not fucking doing that anymore. Well, pay attention to see, more yeah. shit so you get distracted from the important shit. That's what I can get concerned with. Well, I, is I, this really that important or is BlackRock that important? Well, I mean, there's levels of importance. That's what I'm saying. This yes, woman's yes. freaking out about this. But hey, you should be worrying, to Greg's point, about the fucking food you're eating. You should be worrying about the fucking companies that are owning this entire country. Or that the president's taking money from people, foreign adversaries. Hey, there we go. Yeah. But no, lead. You fucking and, paint eaters, like Greg said. You, I mean, if lead was a problem, then yeah, it would be pretty high on my Richter scale. Because sure. I'd be like, yeah, I don't want my kids eating lead. I, I have a feeling but, this is at a level they were looking for a problem. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. All right, man. Well, Greg, glad yes, you got good, back for a couple minutes there. Uh, cheers to you. Have a good <laughs> day at work, Chris. Cheers, cheers to these. you. Happy hump day, everybody. Happy hump day.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.